Welcome to Confessions of a Fitness Manager. This podcast is meant for group fitness managers, fitness supervisors, fitness directors, coordinators, and everything in between. Basically, if you oversee a team of fitness professionals, this podcast is for you. It's part venting, part storytelling, and part practical tactical tips and useful information by two women who have a history overseeing large fitness teams and know how much it means to not feel alone. Fresh episodes will be released anywhere you can access podcasts on the last Friday of every month or before you slam the laptop until Monday or on Saturday on Saturdays when your yoga instructor calls in sick. We'll be talking about secrets, strategies, and struggles to hiring and leading fitness teams. Pour yourself a tasty beverage and come with us on this adventure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Confessions of a Fitness Manager. My name is Stacey Alden, and I'm here with... Hi, everyone. My name is Jessica Rogers. Thank you for joining us today. And we are so excited to begin talking about January. We're recording this episode at the time of October, and so it, it may seem early to be thinking about January, but it is definitely not. <laughs> so we're going to talk about some of the ways to prepare your department, your team for January. What are some things we like to do in the months leading up to January, maybe those holiday months to make the most of that time? And then what are some things that we like to do to prepare basically January and beyond for the next year? So before we begin, we always bring up what we are consuming as far as a beverage goes. Mine is less entertaining because I am nine months pregnant at this moment. <laughs> I can't believe it's nine months too. <laughs> you are like just days away from your due date. <laughs> Literally any minute so I could log off and you'll know why. <laughs> I'm peace out, my peace out. Um, but I'm drinking lemon water and it's, you can never drink enough water while you're pregnant. Jessica, what are you drinking? Well, I am not nine months pregnant, Stacey, so I am enjoying a lovely gr glass of rosé. Mm, and that is something I know I'm going to look forward to after baby comes. That is that is going to be wonderful. Um, and we'll get you all the rosé you want after baby yeah. comes. <laughs> we've had our share of rosé together, so <laughs> we've had plenty of times we've had our, our rosé. Um, so back to preparing for January. The first question I asked, I wanted us to address um, is, you know, what are the things that you like to do when it comes to kind of organization or like fine tuning things before January? What do you like to do? So that's a great question. So one one thing that I've learned over the years is that any changes that go into your department, into your facility, into your team don't just happen overnight. They're typically months in the making. And as we know, January coincides with a new year, new start. So a lot of changes happen in January. So the fall is actually a really great time to start preparing for whatever changes you want to launch in January. So for example, at my facility, last January, we implemented a policy where we had a class minimum for all group fitness classes. So because we have so many of our members who come in specifically for group fitness, we wanted to give them time to adjust to this. So we wanted so and with that, we wanted to also give them time where if they did not want to abide by this policy, they have the option to cancel their membership without any consequences. And in our club, it's a 30 day cancellation, which is pretty, pretty normal amongst most facilities. 
So if we want to implement a change, then we want to let them know by December 1st so they could cancel. They would have the option to cancel by January 1st if the policy doesn't work for them. So that means that the, the discussion for a policy change would have to start really earlier than even November. So one thing that we like to think about, especially in like the late summer, early fall, is what's working in our team and our facility what's not working, what needs to change, because we know whatever changes, especially if it's a big policy change, is not going to happen overnight. So now is the time now that we're recording in October. The discussions with myself and my team members and my upper management are definitely being held. So that way, if we're going to change anything else January 1st, then we'll let them know probably right around Thanksgiving. I love it. I love it so much. So Jessica brings up all the points of like, great preparation for what's changing for your team and your potential whole entire club. Mm-hmm. And in the previous last episodes, more recently, we've talked about communication with your team. So a, a lot of that, especially with those changes, has to be begin being talked about now because there's a lot to be said when it comes to those changes and making sure everyone's understanding everything is huge. So something Definitely. I also like to do during this time of um, kind of pre-holiday season, like late mid mid fall, you know, late fall into winter, is to get yourself as organized as possible. Especially as a manager, there might be times where it's a little bit slower. There's a lot of upper management that's out of the office. It's a great opportunity to go into the fitness closets. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, I always loved taking before and after pictures when me and Jessica would just like go into the the group fitness closet, open it up. We had this huge closet that would have like basically barn doors or like not barn doors, uh, like French doors that we could like open up, just pull everything out, organize mm-hmm. things in different boxes, like get rid of equipment, get rid of things. Cause we were partially hoarders. <laughs> there were times where I was like, why is this still in the closet? Stacy, real quick. Can I, can I quickly yes. button? We, so just so you know, myself and one of my team members went through one of our closets, our storage closets. And we found a box of ankle weights <gasps> with a receipt date from 1998. Oh, my no God. idea that these were here. So, yes, that is a great time to start. Like January ish is a great time to start thinking about the storage closets. Otherwise, you're going to find a box of unused, dusty ankle weights from 1998. Yeah. Get Sorry. In there. I, just, I just had to throw that in there. That is hilarious. I love those stories. So, yeah, get in there, clean it up um get, get organized and it'll feel so good to have that done um another place to organize is maybe your office like start looking through some folders making sure you know is all of is all that paperwork that's laying on your desk or around you necessary how organized can you get and then also your email so i know sometimes i log into my email and i have flagged my system personally as i flag emails that i need to respond to but i may not need to do it in real time right then um, that helps me remember to respond. And then I like to create folders and move things out of my inbox. So my inbox doesn't have 800 emails in it because I, that's just asking to either miss an email or get lost. So, or have that information get lost. So go into your email and organize it so that you can maybe get to the point where your inbox is maybe as close to empty as possible because. January, as we know, is the time when people are going to be calling you and emailing you like endlessly about the new programs or even the policy changes that Jessica talked about. So you're going to want to be as cleaned and and organized as possible. Um, 
next question for Jessica I have is what are some things you like to do in the months leading up to January to either get, you know, current members engaged or to get your team prepared for January? Mm -hmm. So one thing we've done over the past two years with my personal training team, we've had something we called the 12 days of fitness, which has been really fun. And what that is, is we encourage and we start preparing and marketing this probably like early November that for any member who purchases a 12 pack of personal training sessions from Thanksgiving to December 1st, and then uses all of their sessions in December. So they use all 12 personal training sessions from December 1st to December 31st. They then get a credit on their account in January. So it's a great incentive for members to actually purchase a 12 pack. Sometimes they just do a smaller package or they might be traveling. And so it's a great incentive to really hold them accountable in the holidays because we know it's really easy to drop off in the holidays or like families in town, things get crazy. It gets really cold, or at least it does where I am in Chicago. Winter time is no joke. So it's really easy to stay at home versus traveling outside to go to a facility. And having the 12, the 12 pack in Jan, in, I'm sorry, in December also gives the trainers kind of guaranteed pay because they know if they have clients who are purchasing the 12 pack, they're also going to see see these clients for 12 sessions in the month and hopefully they can get more than one more than one of their clients to purchase these packages so it can give them more income for the the holiday season that's awesome and i think that this actually veers right into what i was going to talk about is that helps keep your members engaged which also supports your team and then in the months leading up to january we all see that we see a big dip in attendance or a big dip in personal training sessions so are there creative ways for you to support your team during that time and help them understand like this, instead of making it like feel like a secret, like, oh, mm -hmm. the club is, you know, just quieter because it's the holidays. People can, if you, if you just act like it's not even happening, then your team isn't going to be taking advantage of that time. Instead, you could say, hey, here's what's going to happen during the holidays. Your classes are going to be smaller. What? new exercises, new programming, have you been wanting to try in your class? This is the best time for you to try something new that it's gonna kind of throw your current members or current clients off because they're the ones who come all the time and they can give you the good feedback before you give those tests in January. Don't, don't test anything new and throw a curveball to your classes in January when all of this influx of new people are coming in. Give it a chance right now. And then when it comes to personal training, helping support them through the great program example that Jessica shared, maybe you do something different, but showing them that you care by potentially talking, talking to them about education. Here's some share with them, some resources. Here are some great links to articles or webinars or courses that I've found are valuable for you to digest during this time that are either free or low cost, or maybe your gym is able to wheel and deal with whatever education it is, they can get a lower, they can get a discount, or you can even support them in completing that education. So that why not make them better level up during this time that it is quieter, they're not seeing clients. Um, another thing too you could do that I'm just realizing is getting creative with potentially some digital content. So filming some mm -hmm. classes or filming some tips with your personal trainers that you can launch and use mm -hmm. in January to, promote that trainer or promote that class. 
that content could be recorded now while things are quieter um, and the facility is possibly, you know, a little quieter so you can you can get those things done. I love I love that tip, Stacey, especially because in January, we know there's a lot of uh, prospective clients you start to look up, you know, gyms near me or virtual training and then right away having things pop up over here's how you use a rower, you know, with featuring one of your trainers. That could be a really great opportunity to showcase the trainer, the instructor, and the facility. Love it. Love it. Cool. So last, are what are some of the things that you like to do when it comes to preparing for the actual months following January, potentially? So actually looking at the next year, what are the things you like to do to get ready for that? So I think the biggest thing that I typically do, like around the end of December to prepare for the new year, is just looking at the first quarter and seeing like what holidays are coming up, seeing if there's any special events that we're planning as an overall club, that sort of thing. If I know like I'm taking a big vacation or anything like that, or any of my team members are just being aware so I could start to plan for the first quarter. Like maybe if I'm looking at the first quarter schedule and I see like Valentine's Day, I'm going to think like, am I going to plan a Valentine's Day class for one of, for one of my classes or anything like that? So just kind of thinking ahead towards what events, what special activities are going to happen in the first quarter. Love it. And similarly to that, um, you know, thought is I love that you kind of segmented into the first quarter and you could go beyond that. Maybe I love holidays are so helpful, like looking up holidays because I, I, it's always a bummer when a holiday makes its way around and you're like, dang it, we kind of like capitalized on that. Like women's health and fitness day, you know, so do some research on what holidays are happening. Maybe do some research on when breaks are going to be happening for school. I was school. just going to say, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's very much the same. I mean, we're going to, by the time January happens, you've already gone through probably the biggest break <laughs> of school systems that go that happens, um, which affects everyone. It's really interesting. I think mm-hmm. even those who don't have kids, whenever there is a, a holiday that affects the hours of school, it still affects majority of the other people who work mm-hmm. at different places too. So mm-hmm. I really think that is valuable. Um, similar to what Jessica said, you know, thinking about maybe in the first quarter, or maybe in that next year, however far you can get ahead about what workshops, what's, what events and what enrollment programs do you want to plan for those times? And then thinking back to the time management episode we just recorded a, a little while ago is identifying when you can block off time in future months and what that time needs to look like. Like when, when do you need to start marking the program? When do you need to start um, preparing the team to start that program? When you need to figure out who's going to teach that program. So getting clear on those goals for those offerings and then potentially start thinking about your key performance indicators, what are some goals that you want to set for 2024 or whenever you're listening to this podcast in the future, you could be listening to this in 2031. When are you going to, what are you going to do in 2032? (laughs) Um, What are you going to do for the next year? That's going to help you, you and your team succeed. And then what are some of your needs in order to accomplish those goals? So who do you need to hire? What systems need to be in place and what preparation needs to happen for, for that to happen? Mm-hmm. Love it. anything else jessica you can think of preparing for january no the only thing that i could really think of is you and i had talked before we hit the record button about about the yes. fun te- what would we call it team building events that we had yeah. at our old health club 
Yeah. We had for, I believe it was the month of December or was it from Thanksgiving to New Year's? I think it was December. I think it was like, it was similar to your 12 days of fitness. It was like 12 posts about fitness or something. I don't, I actually don't remember. I think it was just a comedic so fun thing. We, we had, so Stacy and I, if you are not used to listening to us, Stacy and I pre COVID used to work together at a private health club in the Seattle area. And I want to say this was 2018. In December 2018, we got an elf on the shelf for our group fitness department. And we had like a whole naming ceremony. And we invited all of our instructors on our team, all 100 plus of them, to send in the name of what they want to name our elf on the shelf. And we named him Jimmy. Jimmy spelled G-Y-M-M-I-E. And for the entire month of December... And what's crazy is the instructors loved it. Like yeah, they were so. The members into it. loved it too. They got so it into was, it. Everyone was so into it. So every day for a whole month, Jimmy would go visit a different part of the club and Jimmy would take different classes and we would post pictures of Jimmy and put it on our social media. So Jimmy would go to step class. Jimmy would go to TRF class. Jimmy would go to the cafe and get a smoothie. Jimmy would uh, have to have his hand sanitized after using classes. So Jimmy had to work the hand sanitizer. And it was a huge hit. Everyone loved it. So I, I'm kind of bummed we didn't bring it back in 2019. But, you know, maybe we'll do a virtual Jimmy one of these days. Exactly. I also remember we went as far as buying him special pajamas that were donut yes. pajamas. <laughs> and I think it the don't like even the shirt the so the pants had donuts on them and then the shirt said something like i don't know like in trouble or something he's getting into trouble or something he had a donut on his shirt i can't remember but we also put him through some some violence (laughs) there were times so not only pictures but just to get a rise out of people we would like i was i think i connected him to a um resistance band pulled it as far as back as I could and just let go and he just went flying and his hat flew off <laughs> I I'm pretty sure Jimmy like flew off the treadmill I yes. in our I remember yes, filming that one Jimmy took a beating but people loved it so it brought our team together it brought members to our classes it brought members to our social media because everyone was like what's Jimmy gonna do today yeah. It honestly, if you go to like our personal Instagram account and you do a real deep dive, you will probably see all kinds of videos of and pictures yeah. of Jimmy doing all kinds of crazy see, things. You might see Jimmy. If I don't remember right, I don't know if it was that year or the year after, but we also did a video once where we recapped all of the craziness that happened in the year before. We had like a record number of pregnancies, a record number of injuries. Yeah record number of I remember so we sang a song of the 12 days of Christmas but it was to it was to basically all the injuries and problems that happened and it was like yeah the second day of Christmas we had two pregnancies and then we sang yeah. the song over and over again it was hilarious so oh my gosh I remember that now we have to find yeah. that song that was that was pretty epic that was we had Gosh, I don't even know how many how many injuries we had that year. Of so, much, so many of our team members being out with injuries. We had like six shoulder injuries. I think it was just the weirdest thing that it was things that in and out of classes. I don't think very many of them actually happened at the club, but they 
the, the, the astonishing part was the number, the sheer amount of the same injury. <laughs> that was like the problem. Um, but we had some good times and we will continue yeah. to have good times. That's why we have this podcast. But you could think about those things, you know, as you get these ideas, feel free to steal our ideas. We don't care. So take these ideas, run with them. With your That's team. why we're sharing. Yeah. So, and then share with us maybe some fun things that you've done to kind of recap the year. Because I think, like you said, it it act, it engages members, it engages your team. And it also, it's a celebratory time this end of the year because you're getting ready to get excited about the next year and, you know, a fresh start and something new. Um, and then it's nice to kind of look back and do like a countdown with your team on what they accomplished or what are the things you overcame as a team. So good memories, Jessica. I've loved mm -hmm, working with time. you for sure. Okay. Well, that's all we have for you for preparing for January. As always, please like subscribe, share your feedback, and then your thoughts and your experiences with, with being a fitness manager for these episodes. And we will come back to you. Um, most likely after my baby is born <laughs> and we'll record some new episodes for you. Um, well, I'll do my best to keep my house as quiet as possible <laughs> in order for that to happen, but we'll be back to you, um, in the new year to show you, share with you even more thoughts and experiences.